Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Today, you are listening to Green Mark Radio. This is a service provided by the Green Mark Group Consulting Group and working with landscape companies throughout the United States. I am your host, William Eastman, and I'm a senior consultant with the Green Mark Group. And this series is sponsored by Green Industry Pros Magazine, and this is part five of a series that we are currently doing, and you're probably reading it right now on the magazine on finance for finance, uh, for landscape business owners. Now, today's show is going to cover three issues, as is in the article. Number one is payment processing. Number two is factoring. And the third one is simple borrowing. So it, it's common sense that if you're not getting paid on time and you're not getting paid the right amount on time, that it creates a really significant hardship for the business. And the smaller the company, the bigger the hardship. So, for example, things that happen is you can't meet payroll. Because uh, that money that was coming in on this job was going to pay for money off of that job. Uh, number two is that if you're looking to hire new employees, you probably can't, which puts added pressure on your staff. Number three is that you don't have cash or credit to service the sales. In other words, you can't purchase materials and supplies you need to work these new accounts. So you look good if you're using accrual accounting. You're looking good, but if you're using cash accounting, there is no money in a cigar box for the new business. And then finally, is that you're cutting back on marketing that you may be doing, social media, radio ads, etc., to gain new customers. So it becomes a vicious cycle because if you're not bringing it, if you're not working on finding new customers, then when these jobs go, you've got nothing there. Now, there's a host of other issues, but fundamentally, here are the four that we hear about all the time in the Facebook groups that we interact with and with our customers. So now on the processing side, uh, the simple rule of thumb here is, how do I make it absolutely dirt simple customers to pay us? Because one of the things that I know over the years that I've been in business is give a customer a reason not to pay me on time or pay me accurately and they will take it. And so one of the things to consider is how do you go to automatic uh, processing of payments? Now, for example, one of the things if you're using QuickBooks for your accounting system that works very well, QuickBooks has a website and you could actually build your platform on QuickBooks website or you could just build your e-commerce page there so when people want to pay you and they're on your home page they click pay now and it'll take them right to a, a QuickBooks page and depending upon how you format it it'll look exactly like your page but you can use QuickBook to get a quick payment um, you can use services like PayPal Apple Pay or Google Pay but there's no reason why you've got to wait for the customer to pay on time. Now, part of what this gets into, and it's not in the article, but let's go there, is how you're handling your accounts receivable, how you're doing your invoicing. And I would heartily recommend to you 
is that you scrutinize how you're invoicing people to make sure that they are absolutely accurate. You know, given my comment before about give a customer an excuse not to pay you and they will take it. And so one of the things that we advocate, we do with our clients, is that there's always a other party. Somebody else is going to check all the invoices before they go out to make sure they're accurate. And then there's always a follow-up. So if you're emailing them, you call them. If you're emailing them, the invoice, you call them, and maybe it's a week later to say, is it accurate? Do you have any issues with it? And what's implied in that conversation is that you're going to pay it on time. And so that's one of the ways that we work on it to make sure that on the front end of this, it's going to happen. And then on the back end, you make it very, very easy. If you work with the Greenmark Group, um, you can pay for our services by credit card. And we simply make it easier for our customers to go there. Now, you'll have some customers that will only work by check, and you're just simply going to have to work around that. My recommendation on that would be don't let them mail it. Go pick it up. All right. Now, second one, factoring. One of my favorite topics, something that I've been doing for a good many years in business. And factoring is nothing more than you selling your accounts receivable, your invoices, to a third party who is in the collection business. And so with the way this typically works is that a factoring company will pay you about 90% of the invoices within 24 hours. Uh, what I mean by that is, and the example that we have in the article, is let's say you have an invoice for $100,000 and you, and you sell that to the factoring company, that they'll give you 90000 within 24 hours. Now, what's the, where does the other 10% go? Well, the other 10%, it will depend upon how quickly the factoring company gets paid. So, for example, if your customer pays within 30 days, you may get as much as 7 or 8% of the 10 back, and they'll keep 2 to 3 as kind of a holding cost. If they take 60 days, you may only get half of that back. And so that is their hedge about being paid by this customer. But there's one critical issue here that you have to understand is that you must have that business under a legal signed contract, an enforceable contract, because if you're doing everything basically word of mouth, and that's how the deal's been done, you're not going to be able to factor it because what does the factor the factoring company own? When they buy the invoice from you, the invoice is just a meaningless piece of paper. There has to has to be backed up with a contract that has terms, and that's pretty easy to do. If you got a lawyer, uh, have them draw it up. If you don't have a lawyer, get one. Worst case scenario, get on the internet. You should be able to find a fairly good boilerplate generic contract for landscaping and put it in there. But I heartily recommend that you take a look at factoring. Uh, it's a great way of financing the business without debt. Now, that gets me to the third item. And the third item is on borrowing. And I know that a lot of business owners are opposed to taking on debt uh, if they can avoid it. So let me, let me deal with this for a little bit uh, before we talk about some methodology that you have at your disposal. Uh, first of all, is that commercial debt is different than private debt or consumer debt. So when you look at your own um, personal life, you look at the car you own, the house you're in, your own credit cards, etc. The, uh, the criteria or the decision making that you go through is can I afford the, the monthly payments? That's really what you're looking at. So it's more of a can I afford this and can I replace that money? And if you're a follower of somebody like Dave Ramsey, who is against any type of debt beyond perhaps a mortgage on a house, and then he's, he's in favor of you paying that quickly, um, there's nothing wrong with that mindset. In business, that mindset doesn't work. 
because in business, debt is leverage. In other words, you've got a, a great performing company. you got a lot of clients. You have reasonably good cash flow. How do I get a multiple out of that condition? And so what borrowing is becomes now is can I use that to make more money? So one of the considerations uh, that you have, and this would happen if, you, if you're spending time in a large corporation, uh, they'll ask questions like, what's the payback period? And so, for example, if we invest $100,000 in this piece of equipment, when do we get the $100,000 back? How quickly? Okay, number two is, what is going to be the rate of return? So over the life of that piece of equipment, let's say it's five years, how much money are we going to make off of that? And what you begin to see, uh, debt that business takes on, a commercial debt, um, the perspective here is, what's the multiple I get from borrowing? And if it's not more than two or three, uh, two or three times, you may want to consider that. And so typically, and I helped a landscape company, a snow and ice removal company up in Canada to deal with this, is that they basically, for $50,000 worth of equipment in three months, it's paid off. They paid back the investment, and over the, life cycle, over the lifetime of it, it's worth about a half a million dollars. And so when you look at it from that perspective, borrowing or taking on debt makes some sense. Now, let's go back to the article. And as always, always the, the best place to start is friends and family. Um, you usually will get some uh, favorable um, terms on the loan. However, uh, you still got to pay it back. As the, it, not paying these people back is just as bad as not paying the bank. They, you know, the bank will come repossess stuff. Um, these people will just won't talk to you anymore. You know, uh, my opinion is there is important to the bank unless you've got you know, some relatives that you don't like talking to. Then they won't talk to you anymore. But I think that borrowing from friends and family is a good place to go if, in fact, you haven't already done that and you kind of tapped it out. Uh, a second methodology is the use of credit card. And I know a lot of business owners do this. And I did it when I started my first company, Bad Move. And the reason it's a bad move is simply because the credit card is more than likely in your name. If it's in the company's name, that's better. But if it's in your name, um, what you're doing is even if you pay it on time, you're not building the credit of the company, which is really what you're trying to do. You're building your own credit. And number two, the terms on credit cards are outrageous. I mean, there's some cards that go out at 18 or 20 or 22 percent. Right now, the prime lending rate, I believe, is either 2.25 or 2.5. And so what you're going to do is with a credit card, you're going to pay six to seven times the prime rate in order to use the credit card. Uh, to finance the operation. On the other hand, if it's the only thing you've got, then the place I would go is I would get, I would have a minimum, have a conversation with these people and tell them what you're doing and see if you can't negotiate a better rate. Um, odds are you can if you do it ahead of time, not after the fact. Uh, you're not going to get it at two and a half or five percent. It may be 10 or 12, but maybe you can get the 18 or 20 reduced down to that. Then, of course, then you've got other options. You've got some non-bank lender, uh, lenders like Cabbage, Funbox, and Snapcap as, a, uh, as options out there. But typically, they don't. this is a difficult issue. Now, what we didn't do is we didn't put into the article, and I'm going to add this, and that is you ought to consider a line of credit if you don't have one. And a line of credit is a bit different here because it has a very specific purpose. These other things that you're doing here, for example, uh, credit cards, it, you know, it's whatever you can afford to buy. Uh, the same thing with Cabbage or Funbox or Snapcap. You know, 
is pretty much you're getting the cash you get to do with it, you want with it. Line of credit, on the other hand, has some real advantages because it has a specific purpose. And that purpose is to fund the business in the flat spots so you can pay your bills. So a line of credit is not to go out and buy yourself a Mercedes. It is not there to buy yourself a new Ford F-150. It's not there to buy a new snow and ice removal uh, tool or machine. It isn't there for any of that. The idea behind a line of credit is that you take a look at your expenses month to month and you predict over, let's say, you have a 10-month season between snow, ice, um, spring cleanup, uh, your summer season, and then fall cleanup, you got a 10-month season. So there's two months where you don't have any work. And because of accounts receivable, that really turns into about three and a half and four months before you get the engine uh, primed, the pump prime, and everything rolling. So if your business costs you, and I'm just pulling these numbers out uh, for clarification, is if, you're, if it costs you $10,000 a month to run the business and you have about four months total that you're short of cash, a line of credit for forty grand then works because what happens is you max it out when you don't have any money and then second the money starts coming in, you go in and pay it back. So by the time you get to the end of the season, the line of credit is down to zero. That's how a line of credit works. And if you can make that work with you, uh, work, work for you, especially if you work with your banker, this is killer because not only will it help you smooth everything out so that when a client doesn't pay you on time, you're not ready to kill them because you can't make payroll, payroll at the end of the week. But also this will build credit for the business. And this is the best type of credit to build. Um, so those are the options you got. Uh, the other place to look is on how you manage cash flow, And we've got that in the series. So I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. This is just part five of a long series. I believe we have 10 pieces to this on finance for the small business landscape owner. And the idea behind this is that you're great at landscaping, but nobody taught you business. And the beauty of it is Green Industry Pros Magazine is going to do that for you. So with that, this is Bill Eastman, Senior Consultant with Green Market Consulting Group, signing out. And if you've got any questions, you want to get a hold of us, you can hit me up uh, at greenmarkcoaching at gmail.com. That's greenmarkcoaching at gmail.com. And I will get right back to you. Have a great business day. And thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.